Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Three-point conversion. The views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views of this station, its management, or Beasley Media Group. Yes, yes, this is Mr. Controversy, and this is the infamous three-point conversion station. Keep it locked. Conversion Sports Lounge. I am your host, Mr. Controversy. Did you miss me? Man, oh man, oh man. What another great day for some sports. Just another great day, period, y'all. I'm just glad to be here. Of course, like always, I pray and hope everyone is safe and healthy during these times, because it's some crazy times. But, um... Yeah, man, this, this is just a good day for sports. I don't know where you all are at, but in here down south in Atlanta, man, it's, it's not as hot. It's, it's, I mean, it's not cool, but it's this, you know, it's around 70 mornings, like 60 something. So it, it kind of, you know, puts you in that, that frame of mind when you talk, when you think of football and everything. So, man, like, it's, it's, it's just a good day, man. Football, baseball going into the you know, getting into October, the playoff time. There's is so much going on, man. This, this, this is a good time for sports. But again, you have entered inside the three-point conversion sports lounge. And, man, I have a great show for you today. Before we get to that, first off, um, I want to shout out to my guy behind the scenes, my guy, Rue. What up, Rue? What's up? What's up? Nothing much, bro. How's it going? I'm going, I'm doing good, doing good. Happy to be here, man. Joining you, another great show, another great Saturday. But uh, before I start, gotta give my condolences to everybody who lost their life 20 years ago today, 9/11. Everybody whose family still dealing with that tragedy. Had to reflect on that real quick, Mr. Controversy. Never can forget that. I was a young, I was a young bull when that happened. But um, I mean, it still affects you know people to this day. So I had to had to share that light. Yeah, bro, I I definitely remember that. Um, I would never forget that day either, man. That, that that was one of those days. I remember I didn't. I guess I didn't have to work that day. And um, when I went in, I remember. I mean, when I woke up, you know, I was t- flipping the TV. The crazy part was the night before. It was, or two weeks before, it was a Monday night game. And it was the because the season started. Yeah, no, it was it was a Monday night game that week the night before. One of my guys he worked for the FBI and he was in DC, just happened to be in DC. And we were talking after the game, just about the game, and he was like, 
yo, man, um, he was like, man, let me stop. Let me, let me quit doing this. I'm like, what? He was like, man, he was like, nah, I'm by the Pentagon. I was looking at the Pentagon throughout the window. And through the window, he's like, and um, nah, let me stop. I don't want them thinking nothing. Uh, it was weird. He this said the night that. before? It was the night before. I remember him saying that. And then that next day, sure enough, we get in and um, it was like we saw um, who do we saw? We we I I turned it on. I'm looking for the you know the uh, highlights of Monday and whatever. And I remember when the TV was flipping, it showed the um, World Trade Center. The World Trade Center. It, it was like panic, and I'm like, "What's going on?" You know, still mm. groggy, whatever. Mm. About to call a shorty or something. I don't know what I was about to do, but <laughs> and then next thing you know, you was about what your twenties? Yeah, I was 21, and then 22, and then um, that's when I saw the second plane. I'm like, "What the?" And yeah, it, was, that was nerve wracking. Yes, yeah, so. I never forget that. But yeah, um, I definitely our condolences go to the families that lost people. You know, what I'm saying just to the United States at all. But I'm glad we we um, picked it up. But hey, man, we, we we got a great show for you all today, man. We are um, talking about so Monday night. I mean Thursday night. NFL started. Thank God, it, it was great. It was a great game. Couldn't ask for a better game. Couldn't ask for it. Yeah, to come down to the last seconds, but we 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 have to talk about Tom Brady. We we have to talk about this this guy, whoever this guy is, and then we have to talk about just that game period, what it meant, the team. So we're going to talk about that game, the teams. You know, what do we think moving forward, and so on. Also. Man, the Big 12 sent their invitations, bro. They they finally did it. Yeah, yeah, rightfully so, man, because they was going to get washed. Right, Washed right, in, the, uh, right. Uh, the, in the ocean. Shout out to Rick, as Rick would say, uh, rest in peace. But they, they, I mean, it's cool. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, and this is cool for the teams that got in, you know, got the invitations. We'll speak on that later on. Then we got to, you know, give our our um, nosy neighbor watch like we normally do. And, um, hey, man, talk about these particular teams in college, man. The first week, they made some impressions. Some stuff happened that we didn't expect to. We thought they were going to do well. They didn't or they did. So we're going to talk about those teams. Then also, Cam Newton is in the news. Cam Newton came out and he spoke out. Spoke out why he felt he was released. So um, we're going to talk about that. That is very interesting. We're going to depict that conversation he had and then um we got nfl predictions man this these are going to be our nfl predictions i know we saw what happened thursday night but it's, it's not going to affect us i already have my stuff planned whatever and you'll see but um give our bold predictions and so much so forth so forth we, we even got picks man for uh sunday so that's going to be fun and then we got to talk major league baseball is 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 getting there, man? Teams are dropping. It, it, this race is heating up, Rue. Yeah, that AL wild card, man. It's, it's yeah, it's about to be sick. Well, about it is heating sick. Up. Yes, sir. And then we got to talk MVP talk as well. Um, and then we got Doctor Father coming in, act, answering questions about your injuries. You know, we got fantasy starting. It started Thursday, but fantasy coming up this Sunday. So we got questions on who to start as far as I wouldn't play him or what so. Um, also, we got quick hit. Stop it. What's on our mind? So let 
your friends and family know they can listen to the show live locally on 1100 AM. WWE The Real. Also, we are live on the Three Point Conversion Facebook page. What up, what up, what up? We're on the Three Point Conversion.com. We're on iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Just look for 1100 AM, 1100 WWE. All right? All right, man. It's time to get to these quick hits. Let's get it. So first off, so man, I can't believe this one. I've never heard this before. So Dallas Cowboys left tackle or tackle Lyle Collins has been suspended for five games without pay for violation of the NFL policy and program on substance abuse. He allegedly missed drug tests, right? He he, he didn't. He he didn't fail any. Right. Just being suspended for f- failure to appear. I guess that's worse. Hey, I guess the NFL thinks he's hiding something. You ain't taking these tests, man. What you got to hide? That's that's dumb on his part, though. Suspended without pay. Yeah. For five weeks. Yeah. You can't keep up with your lifestyle for five weeks because you don't want to go take the drug test. So, I mean, when there's smoke, there's fire. There's a reason this this guy missed missed them drug tests. <laughs> it's a reason. It's it's gotta be man. But what what if what if that day his mama caught him, asked him, you know, you know how your mama take you to the piggly wiggly or whatever, or uh, his his lady was tripping. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, you you can't and you know your lady don't care. She she a trip no matter what. I don't, I don't care what you got. Hey, tell you rather get you rather have, get in trouble with them or me? You, you know how to go. Anyway, hey, hello ladies. But yeah, man, that, that's tripped out, man. That um, that they did that, bro. I, I can't believe it. So um, suspended without pay. Suspended five games. You know how big that was. Yeah, no, that's that's some. Uh, that's probably over a little. That's probably over a mil. Especially, and not just that. Just with the Dallas Cowboys, the fact that Dak is back. You you yep. want to protect him. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You want to do all you can. So I I don't know. Um, moving. On. So, here's another thing I can't get with. Give me one second, y'all. All right. So, Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer missed the remainder of the 2021 season. He will miss the remainder of 2021 season and the postseason after MLB and the MLBPA agreed to extend his administrative leave. This is my problem with this, bro. Okay. I, I get that's what they're doing. And I get their, they're like, you know, saying we can't, we're not going to let you play. It's cool. But isn't he getting paid for all this? Yeah. Yeah. He's getting paid. He's getting paid and nothing's criminal yet. He hasn't been guilty, charged, or nothing. You know, so I, I got a problem with it too. I mean, uh, I, it's more so a shun. The Dodgers don't want him around. The uh-huh. players already came out, said, hey, we, you know, winners without you. So it, it, it's tricky, man. It's like a thin line, you know, because the allegations are horrible. But at the same time, nothing. he hasn't been charged with anything yet. It's not criminal, you know. So it's basically word word for word, you know, word of mouth with the allegations against him. With the, with the young lady right but that's still bogus though just the fact that um he 
that's bogus that they they i mean like you said i guess because he hadn't been charged or whatever so the fact that he's still getting paid getting paid to chill i'm pretty sure he wants to pitch but oh i know he wants to pitch he's one of the most competitive guys in the yeah, league yeah. yeah and then you know of course saying what the dodgers doing and picked it, up scherzer like right they just moving on right right moving on so the los angeles lakers are trading mark gasol the center mark gasol two and a second round pick in cash to the memphis grizzlies for the rights to center wayne Zyland. I don't know who Wang Zyland is. Um, and it seems like the Lakers are just trying to they gave him a second round pick, like hey bro, we just take take this take this money. They gave the Lakers a racket of basketballs for Mark. Right. <laughs> so But here's the thing, the Grizzlies are expected to pay um expected to cut him after the trade. So I don't I, see him getting picked up either. You don't? Nah, not nah, I don't. I think he can help a uh, veteran team, though. I don't think so. The, seeing what I said, maybe space the floor, because that's about all he can do. You really can't move. And once he made that uh, decision that, you know, last year before he signed with the Lakers that he wanted to, because um, he took a step out, a step back from the NBA, he went over to Spain, said, I'm going to play for Spain. That showed me where his dedication was. I don't think he's, right. you know, motivated anymore. And right. I, I mean, all he can really do is space the floor at this point. Defense can't do anything. And he's not an inside presence, so yeah, the Lakers, they uh they say good riddance, that's all. That's crazy, bro. And and like I said, I, I don't um I don't I don't think that I don't think his career is over though, because look at it. A team that's trying to get to the championship, you can use somebody like him. Just his presence alone. If he give you seven to eight minutes, I think I think that'd be, you know, that'll work just as well. You know, and I, I feel like I feel like for the simple fact that he's won a championship. He's won two, no one, one championship. Yeah, Toronto with, with Toronto. He's been in the playoffs. Just even helping the young guys from the bench, I think, would be a good pickup. You know, so like I said, played seven to ten minutes. Why not? Moving on. So, Michigan AD. I don't know if it's Ward. I don't know how you say his name. I think it's Ward. Manuel denies the fact that that uh, he apologized to Chris Webber. You know, Chris Webber came out. You know, he and congrats to Chris. We'll get to that later. But you know, Chris Webber came out and said that he he is um, that he apologized to him privately. That the AD Michigan AD apologized. The AD came out and was like, Nah, bro, I, I didn't do it. I, I I didn't do it. I wish Chris well, but I didn't do it. So somebody lying. We know that. Yeah, somebody lying. What, what's, what's your take on this, though, man? It's been going on way too long. Way too long. I'm ready for all this drama with Michigan, the Fat Five, to be over. And it sort of is because, uh, like you said, we'll get to it later. But this weekend, all the guys from the Fat Five are clicking up, meeting up at the Basketball Hall of Fame. But uh, Chris Webber lying. Why you Why you think Chris Webber lying? Bro, he didn't you- apologize. Why you think Chris Webber lying though? He didn't apologize to that man. He, ain't, he don't really got nothing to apologize about. I mean, he does, of course, but it's been so long. But why it's would, just not coming but out. Why would Chris Webber lie? What, what does Chris Webber have to gain from lying versus what does the AD have to gain from lying? Like, I'm, I'm not here to pick, but if we were picking, 
And we were being real. You gonna say Ward Manuel was lying? But what does Chris Webber have to gain from lying? Web, I mean, uh, Manuel has something because the integrity. Fact that, who, Chris Webber? Yeah. Why? Why would that be integrity? For, Closing the door on that chapter. Nah, he. It's been open for so long. So why would he lie? To, I think the Michigan <laughs> AD, because you got Michigan looking at you, people back then, and let's keep it one hundred. Black man too. Oh, you gonna apologize for this? Hey, I, we'll never know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Speaking of that, congrats to uh, Chris Webber, Paul Pierce, Chris Bosch, Ben Wallace. They they headline, of course, the um, basketball 2021 basketball inductees of Hall of Fame. But we're gonna um, send another shout out. We're gonna sh- shout out all of them. Bill Russell is crazy as a coach. Um, this is the second time. Um, then you got Rick Adelman, Jay Wright, Yolanda Griffin, Lauren Jackson, Bob Dandridge, Tony Kukoc, Pearl Monroe, Clarence Jenkins, Val Ackerman, and Cotton Fitzsimmons. Oh, also Howard Garfinkel. So shout out to all of them, man. Um, when you look at this, who stands out to you the most? Chris Webber and Paul Pierce stand out the most. Um, ben Wallace, too. Chris Bosch, too. So it's, it's the four names that you mentioned to start with. Um, I'm proud of Ben Wallace because coming where he came from, being undrafted, first undrafted player in the Basketball Hall of Fame, he definitely had the biggest hill to climb to get there, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I got to give kudos to him. But those first four names um, really played, you know, a major part of my life watching basketball. And, um, yeah, yeah, you got to give shout out to, to – to, um, Bill Russell too, second time, right. first player not coach. So you got to give kudos to them too. Right, right, right. Again, just the fact that Bill Russell—that's the second time—and he's in as a coach and an NBA player, um, which is dope, man. Um, I'm glad they let Chris Bosh in because of where he was, and you know, he had a great career. Then he went to Miami, and. He got more looks because he's in Miami with LeBron, but he didn't get his opportunity like he, which he took that chance, which is dope. But still, so I'm glad they gave him, you know, let him, um, they give him his his flowers while he's alive. All right, all right. So that wraps up quick hits. We're gonna take a quick break, and we will be right back. Join me for a minute. I want you to hear something. Sports Talk it is. Welcome! You're listening to the Sports Shock Show, and I'm the Sports Shock Wayne Candy. The Three Point Conversion Sports Lounge, and I'm your host, Mr. Controversy. Hello, and welcome to DNA Sports. I'll just down to D and DNA. What's going on? This is Ace of the A and DNA. We bring the facts about sports. It's Sports Roundtable. I am your humble host, H.O. Download the Real 1100 app from your Google Play or Apple App Store today. Hey, this is Jeff Garcia, former quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, and you're listening to my guys on the three-point conversion. Get ready. From the oven to your ears, it's now time for the Hot Topic. 
Yes, yes, we are back inside the Three Point Conversion Sports Lounge. I'm your host, Mr. Controversy, with my guy, Rue, in the building. And this next segment is called The Hot Topic. And Thursday night, man, it, it, it was a great, 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 great <laughs> night. A lot of anticipation. Um, couldn't wait. Couldn't wait for last night. I mean, Thursday night. Couldn't wait for um, just the fact that we 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 had NFL football in a minute. It feel like forever. Definitely not without the fans. Right, right, and. It was just the fact that, like I said, the fact that we had football being played. And, of course, we got to talk about this guy named Tom Brady. But first off, tell me, Rue, what did you miss most about football? Like, NFL, what did you miss most? Man, waking up Sunday mornings, Saturday mornings, knowing that it's a full slate of games on, knowing that I'm about to be standing in sitting in front of the TV for seven hours, watching Red Zone, watching my Falcons, you know, texting in my group chat, placing my wagers, all that, man. Just the, you know, the, the, the everything that comes around football I miss. Missing the fans, all that, you know. Um, fantasy, of course. So it's back, and, and I'm happy, and it feels good. And I'm not going to lie. Just, just the simple fact that um, we we when you watch preseason, you you see a lot of preseason, and with the preseason, you it's cool. You know, you watch a, a quarter or two or whatever, but then you get to the point where you watch a whole game. You might get sleepy, or <laughs> like a lot of p- people fell asleep. During that game, you know, uh, but speaking of the game, man, we, we, we got to talk about this guy named Tom Brady. I'll be the first to admit that I came out and I was like, remember he came out and said at 39 that he wanted to play till he's 45? And everybody thought he was crazy. Right. And then all of a sudden, he's 44. And this joker threw three touchdowns and over 300 and some yards, still looking like the same Tom Brady. And he really should have had zero interceptions. You remember one came from Leonard and the other one was a Hail Mary. So he really should have had a flawless game. Right, right, right. My point. Bruh, do you, you think do you think he's reached the point where he's been like you can call him really now you can put him up with just is he the best athlete? Sports athlete of all time. When I and I don't mean athlete as far as being athletic, but just a professional sports athlete. Can we can we start putting him in this conversation, or if saying that he is, or yeah, because because who who's at the top? Jordan, of course. That's who you think about. Muhammad, no, what, Muhammad Ali. Muhammad yeah. Ali. Jordan. Uh, you think about. Um, I don't, I'm trying to think who else. Them are the first two names, but Serena. Serena, now. yeah, that's Serena. But you definitely got to put Tom Brady playing football. That's the, besides boxing, definitely the most physical sport. 
He's doing it at the age of 44. He's been doing it for 20, what, 21 years? Right. I mean, at an unprecedented level. Right. And he's the only player, I think, in sports, period. 21 years. If you divide every, you know, his career into sevens by threes, he's the only player who can make the Hall of Fame in each one of those. He can make it the first seven years. He could make it this first, second seven, and he can make it on the back end off the third, seventh year. If you divide his career into threes, he can make the Hall of Fame in every one of those if you slice into a pie. Only athlete ever in sports, I believe. That's ever done that. That's ever, that you can, you know, say that about, you know? So, it's, man, he's definitely up there, if not first. And, and, he's, and we see no regression, you know? They might just go back this year. So it's like, at what point does he slow down? 55? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then just the fact that um, you you got to add that he's going on another team. Now, of course, this team is super full of superstars, but you're going on another team and he's still doing this. You know what I'm saying? He, he's still out there slinging the ball. And he won it with another team. That, that don't, at 43, who, who does that? A historically bad team too. At that, I think the Buccaneers have the worst, you know, uh, record in in all the football since you know like the seventies, you know, um, percentage wise. Right, right, and that, that's what I'm saying. So now you go ahead and you join this Buccaneers team. They looking good, and and I, I definitely want to ask you this. You know, you like you said, you get them to the Super Bowl. We, we've all seen the Kansas City Chiefs so far be that team the last two or three years, the best offensive team. No one can touch them. No one can get close. Dare I say, are, are, and are the Bucks and will the Bucks offensively be better than the Chiefs this year? I think they have a chance. I, I I think they definitely have a chance with Tom Brady. You can't count him, you know. Can't count that team out. The weapons, you know, they're equal, if not better than the, the Chiefs. Um, it's gonna take a lot from uh Hartman to step up. With uh, you know, I don't Sammy Watkins really wasn't doing too much, but it's gonna take a great year for Hartman. It's gonna have to for them to be better offensively than the Bucks because the Bucks got pieces, man. Tony O'Brown, he just had 125 yards and a touchdown. You know, so still beating people on um, fly routes by far. Like he still looks good. Still running a route. You know, and the offensive line is strong also. And, and then come I mean, think about it. All right. So we look at the Chiefs. First of all, you got Mahomes. 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 Just the fact that you got Mahomes, you have um, you have Kelsey. You got Tyreek Hill, and then you got speedsters like McCole Hartman. You got um, uh, what's the Hilaire? Yeah, Clyde Edwards. Clyde yep. Edwards Hilaire, and a, a bolster offensive line now. Right, right. But you look at Tampa Bay from the start of the season. Now you got Tom Brady still playing an elite level. You got a nice running back in Leonard Fournette, even Ronald Jones, if you want to throw him in. But 
and, and three tight ends who can catch the ball. Right. Hold on. We, we about to yeah. get to him. Yeah. So that's Gronk, just Gronk alone. But then you got OJ Howard, but still just Gronk alone. Then you have Mike Evans, elite wide receiver. Antonio Brown, elite wide receiver. He showed he still could play at that level. And you still got Chris Godwin. I I don't know who can stop this offense. I don't either. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard because you saw Thursday, you know, even with that dump touchdown play he did to Gronk, how quick Gronk was to know that was coming, you know, to get off those blocks, shed the block and catch it. You right. know, the connection, the the um, chemistry those guys got together, man. They, they, and they all like each other, you know. Right. Antonio Brown loves Tom Brady. And and that's my point. The the fact that you you got you got um that connection. Even with even with Antonio Brown, like that it's like it's crazy, like you said, the connection they got, they're cool. They're, they're you know, he they talked about it last night how Brady didn't let him in and all of that good stuff, but they have that mutual respect, but on the field they have that chemistry as well. I, I say they better, Rue. I I say they better than I think I, I would say the same. I will say this. They same. had more weapons. And we saw that the last time they played, too. They The Bucs were the better offensive team. By far. Yeah. By far. Now, let's, let's get to Dak. Um, we saw Dak come back from that injury. Like, and he didn't tear his ACL, but it was an ankle injury, right? So I guess with an ankle injury, you might not be as prone to be nervous when somebody come around your ankle what I mean or your ankle like it would your knee or whatever you tore your ACL or so have you but to see that dude stand tall in the pocket his first game back take hits make certain throws now certain throws he you could tell okay it was a little bit of rust because again game speed but for the fact that he didn't he hadn't played a regular season game since what week five of uh last year so what we talking Late September, Late early September, October, bro, yeah, almost a year, mm-hmm. and he comes in firing away, and, and the game plan, like we just gonna throw, 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 and he was successful. Do you think, you think he can be a top five quarterback this year? That's the key word right there. This year, because if you didn't say this year, I would say no, but this year I believe he can be. Definitely with Deshaun Watson being out, I think he can come into that top five. I don't think Deshaun Watson has anything to do with it. I, I, we But we saw Dak playing like that last year. Yeah, we did. And Deshaun, well, Deshaun really wasn't. But we, you know, no, different Deshaun, teams. Deshaun didn't have nobody. Right, Deshaun he didn't have still, nobody. I mean, but, but I'm just saying, we did, just saw Dak. Mm-hmm. Forget Deshaun. I'm just okay. saying, just with Dak. We saw Dak last year do what he was doing. Mm-hmm. I think Dak could be an MVP candidate. If he keeps it up. So, yeah. Ooh. I'm going to say, yeah. That could definitely be MVP cannon. We saw the yards they were putting up, that he was putting up before he got hurt. Right. And he was on pace to have a 5,000-yard season and all this, putting up major yards. And he had a great game, man. 400 yards, you know. And his interception, his one interception was, was ticky-tack. It was C.D. Lamb bobbling it off his hand. So, that was a, you know, should have been flawless, you right. know. That can be an MVP candidate this year. Yeah, he's top five. Top five. I think so. I think he's top five. Um, and I, I know a question I had. I don't know if you was wondering. Like, I made a comment on um, social media 
I was talking about how I didn't see how like it, it seemed like Mike McCarthy, the coach of the Dallas Cowboys, was playing. He was playing this fantasy game, playing you know playing fantasy, and whoever his opponent was, they had they had um, Ezekiel Elliott on their team because he would not run the ball. <laughs> it's like, bro, what you doing? Like you, do, I just, look, I understand, and I guess the game plan basically almost worked. I understand you playing against a team where their defense. Of line is stout. And they like number one rush defense. Right. Yeah. I get that. But you got the you got a top five running back. Yeah, the highest you, paid running back. Highest paid running back. When your line is there. And besides Fredrickson, your line was there. And you don't run the ball? Yeah. I mean, I, I said the same thing to somebody um that night, and they were just like, you don't go away from what's working. And the pass was working. Dak was carving that Bucks defense up like a turkey. Right. He really was. So, but one play that stood out to me with Zeke was that 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 open field tackle when he got tackled by the backup safety. Yeah. He should have blew past him and yeah, you know got yeah, off that. That yeah, was a touchdown. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. he got tackled. That was that was big. That was big. That run with them running the ball, you know, because he. I mean, he lost weight too, so I don't know if that has something to do with. I it. think it did. I think it did. I, I don't, yeah. So, um, but I, I, I definitely agree. I will say this though. That call. I don't know if you, I don't know how you feel about that call. That that pass interference call. Do you feel like that should have been a no call or not? Do Do you agree with them not calling it? I agree with them not calling it. Why? They both had their hands on the um on each other. Bang bang play. You don't want to let the refs be the deciding factor in a game like that. And I definitely think it had a Tom, it was the Tom Brady effect. Maybe another quarterback, they would have th- threw that flag. I definitely think Tom being Tom, him being that quarterback in that situation definitely had an effect. But they both had e- their hands on each other. And uh, I think the defender, was it Jones? He sold it a little bit with the falling and, uh, and all that. But and, it was a great catch. Okay, and... and- Honestly, I, I don't even think it was because he extended his arm. It should have been a passing interference because he extended his arm. But I, I think more so just the simple fact that I don't even think it was Tom Brady. I think it was I made a joke about it on social media. Everybody came after my head. But I, I think it was the moment of the game. You just don't want to decide a game like that. It was like calling a foul with two seconds left in a game winning shot. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, got to suck it up. All right, man, that wraps up quick hits. We're going to take, I mean, quick hits. Um, the hot topic, I'm sorry, but it was like quick hits because I, I still can't believe Tom Brady is playing at this level at the age of 44, bro. I can't either, man. He's, he's, he was winning Super Bowls when I was in third grade. See, th- this is my thing, though, and I'm going to leave it like this. We always hear about, you know, when it's one of us or something, like you always hear, oh, he, he, um, with um, he and what is it called when they saying like with, when Jay Z's doing well or anybody or he's into um, he's in his back no <laughs> no they they into the y'all help me out oh good lord you you know how not spiritual but I cannot this at the tip of my realm they're in the spiritual realm I'm not sure they they with that coat. 
it's okay, okay. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I get what you're saying for sure. They they don't do that. They ain't doing that to Tom. Right. It'll come to me after the break. But all right, man, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna be back to talk more sports, and more football. Keep it locked. If you love it, your favorite music, news, talk, sports, and you want to hear it, it's in the palm of your hand. Text IHR to 45495 to download the app or listen at iHeartRadio.com. Standard text and data rates apply. What's up? This is Anthony Hamilton, and you're listening to the Three Point Conversion. We are back inside the three-point conversion sports lounge. Mr. Controversy with my guy, Rue. All right, y'all. So, college football is back also. We saw it last week. Saw a lot of great stuff last week. A lot of big plays. A A few surprises. And we saw some um, teams that we were like, all right, y'all should be doing better than this. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, real quick, what, what team were you surprised of most? Um, because quick, it was yeah. good or bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say bad because it was Oregon, you know, um, being the leader. I I think they're the front runner in the Pac-12. Struggling against Fresno State last week. It was a tied game, 24-24, two minutes left. They won by a touchdown. But also, you got to think how much of the playbook were they trying to expose, knowing they play Ohio State today. Mm. So I don't really think they opened it up like they are today. But just being in that close of a game, because you lose that one, you could kiss the playoffs goodbye to Fresno State. That was sort of a surprise to me, Oregon was. Um, Maybe I'll say um, I think UCLA. Yeah, we, they, they're we, surprising. We, we've been waiting for them, and I know we're going to talk about them later on, but we've been waiting for Chip Kelly to kind of do beat Chip Kelly, and it seemed like he now all of a sudden he got his players in. He got what he want. He, you know, he can do what he needs to do. And, man, they they did what they did. You know, they, they look good. The last two weeks, they've looked good. Mm-hmm. But let's get back to um, – what we've done for the last two years, and this is one of my favorite parts, and this is called My Nosy Neighbor Watch. And with the Nosy Neighbor Watch, this is where we like to talk about whether it's a team, player, coaches, AD, whoever, that we're, like, really peeking on. Like, we, we're, we're, we're this got my undivided attention right now. I'm, I'm peeking. I'm, I'm being nosy. I want to see what's going on. Whether it's good, bad, so on. I'm going to let you go first, Rue. Who was your nosy neighbor watch? I'm peeking out the blinds like Malcolm X right now. <laughs> looking at Steve Sarkeesian and those Texas Longhorns. Why? Go ahead. Say why. <laughs> Tell me why. Peeking out the blinds. 
because so my younger days, Texas was always a powerhouse, Vince Young, you know, and, and, and they've always, you know, been in the conversation just, you know, playoff wise, being BCS, you know, being a top dog mm-hmm. in that Big 12, you know. But lately, man, these last five, 10 years, they've been cycling through coaches, you know, Charlie Strong, Mac Brown and all these guys and. Now they finally made a big splash. They get Steve Sarkeesian from Alabama, the offensive guru, you know, that was behind the Nick Saban offense. And they look good. They look good last week. You know, all be said, they played Louisiana. They were Louisiana is a good football team. They were ranked. They were ranked number 20. But how long can they keep it up? You know, can they go through the year clean till they get to that game against Oklahoma at the end of the year in a Big 12 championship, which I don't think they'll win. But how long can Texas keep this up? They got a good game today at Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Arkansas's feisty. They're, you know, playing on there on the road at Arkansas. It's tough. I want to see them put up style points today. They're favored by seven. I want them to win by 14 plus. So Steve Sarkeesian, that's who I'm looking at. Is this, you know, with Texas finally needed. And with Texas, it's good. Football's better, man. You just got to admit. Right, you know. right, right. No, no, it is. It is. So my nosy neighbor watch is a young man named C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Ohio quarterback State, yeah. for Ohio State. We saw him against Minnesota. Played well. Um like he's he was struggling at first trying to find his groove, which is understandable. A, I think he's a freshman, right? He's a kid is a freshman. Yeah, yep, true freshman. Yeah, true freshman. But then all of a sudden, he balls out, right? He looks great. Let's keep it real. Yeah, that second half he came out looking uh Minnesota's defense though. <laughs> they look like yeah, look like the first week of football. So I, I mean, I'm not gonna get on them, but still, you go against Oregon today. It's a big game, a huge game. It's your second game of your career. You going against Oregon, like, and uh, again, no disrespect to Minnesota because they're not a popcorn team or anything like that, and they play well. But this is a big game. This this is <laughs> serious, you know, and. Will you show that poise again? Are you this guy? Now, I won't lie. Ohio State usually pick their quarterbacks. They're good with picking their quarterbacks. This guy looks like he has it. He has the talent at least. Mm-hmm. But does he have the poise? So That's a question going into today's game too. Right. So I'm not going to lie. I'm 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 not even peeking. I, I didn't pull the, the lawn chair out on the porch eating wings, and I got my binoculars, and I'm looking. You know what I'm saying? So that's my nosy neighbor watch. Now, speaking of um, being nosy, the Big 12 has invited four teams. Now, we know everything's going on with the teams leaving, but now they're extending invitations to these four teams. And shout-out to um, the Big 12 for doing this, and shout-out to these well, I ain't going to say shout out because they had no choice. But shout out to um, these teams. And these teams are, of course, you have BYU. You have the Houston Cougars. You have UCF Knights. 
and then you have the Cincinnati Bearcats. Do you think they got it right with the with the teams they they were uh, they invited? Do do you like those teams? Do you feel like they could have gotten someone else? How, how do you feel when you see this? I like it. Um, okay. Two of the teams really stand out. One for sure is Cincinnati um, because their last couple years they've been top ten ranked all year. They just mm-hmm. don't have the you know resume to 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 get into the playoffs. Um, UCF is another team. I think if they were in the Big 12 three, four years ago, they'd have had a playoff berth um, by now. Um, one team that's on the outside looking in, and I don't know if they extended the invitation, that's Boise State. Um, because I think Boise State has a better chance to meet in Houston and BYU. Uh, they're a powerhouse. You know, Mountain West is not the Big 12, you know, and um, they're a good team. So, but this is this is good. This is good. It makes it twelve now with these teams. Is you know, if when Texas and Oklahoma leaves, it'll only be like eight, ten or eight. So no, nah, I think they got it right. I definitely think they got it right. Um, so I'm excited to see what what, what this brings, man. That's interesting you say that because no no disrespect to Houston, but yeah yeah Houston, come on. No, it's not the basketball. I, team. I, I know <laughs> they've been playing well as of late. Yeah, you know, last few years, but like you said, Boise State. Yeah. I think they got a better, you know, they, argument. Right. They've proven that the last eight or nine years, man. And they just beat a team by 50 points last night on ESPN, on FS1. So, <laughs> you know, the blue turf, they got the fans. And, yeah, I think Boise State should should argue. Do you think this makes up for what they lost, or you think it's still – but, but, uh, well, let me say this. I think it brings – I think it brings new fans – yeah, yeah. And and the reason why I say that is because now you have the Cincinnati Bearcats fan base, UCF fan base. I'm pretty sure a Houston fan base has always been like that because they stay in that, you know, Big 12 is you think of Texas, Oklahoma, you think around that region. Anyway, BYU, that's another fan base you add now to that to that conference where it's, it's like Missouri, like Missouri – Used to be Big Twelve, or when you know when it was the Big Eight. But I remember when Missouri, when they moved to the SEC, then all of a sudden, not only were Missouri fans, but they started being fans of <laughs> Alabama, of Texas A and M, or whoever you know, and they were just fans of the SEC. So I think that helps them, especially with this alliance. Because to be honest, they would. They were the ones on the outside looking in because SEC doing what they doing. And then Big Ten, Pac-12, and the um, ACC formed this alliance. So now Big 12 looking stupid because they losing their two best teams. Yeah, I don't think anything can make up for that. that that's going to be a huge loss. Yeah, it's going to be a huge loss. Oklahoma like, and Texas. Revenue, yeah. You can't – especially the revenue yeah. itself. But, again, I mean, they're trying – you know, so it'll bring a different fan bases, but I just don't think – I don't know. I don't know if they're going to survive. But, man, before we end the segment, I, I have to ask you uh, – all right. We, we Like I said, we saw some games last week, and there's some teams that stood out, whether good or bad, and I want to know who do you believe in them. And you can we can make it short. So we're going to start off with Clemson. Do you believe in the Clemson Tigers? Do you believe – and when I say believe in them, do you believe they could bounce back and get to the playoffs? I definitely think they can bounce back. Um, 
their schedule is is mighty, mighty, mighty weak. Like they play essentially nobody for the mm-hmm. rest of the year. You know that Georgia game. A lot of people say win or loss, it doesn't you know count you out of that playoff discussion. They're gonna win out. They're gonna not, they're not gonna lose another game. I think they're gonna need some help though, because right now they're number six, and um, I, I don't see them losing again. Uh, I'm not very, I'm not a believer though in them. I, I, what I saw offensively from them, they could be stopped. Definitely with you know a lot of freshmen on their roster and a lot of new pieces, a lot of new guys. I don't I don't I, I'm not a believer. Do but. Here's the thing with Clemson. I don't know if – first of all, I think they didn't change up the game plan. They, they didn't change up the game plan, and then they, they, they didn't change up – like, you didn't use DJ's strength. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah, he didn't run the ball. That's another strength. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He didn't use – he didn't run the ball. He looked like he – like everything was moving 100 miles per hour to him. Dabo looked like the game was moving too fast for him. Yep. He they, couldn't find an and, adjustment. And, yeah. and no disrespect to Georgia, because Georgia did it. I'm just saying, you didn't respond. Mm-hmm. You didn't switch it up. If if they stop you everywhere, why don't you switch it up? And they didn't. Right. So Two rushing yards. But I think they could get there, but I don't believe they're a powerhouse team. I think it's going to take a couple years. Yeah. I don't think the first year under – they, they didn't even do any screenplays, bro. Nothing. That's what they do. They look. They they didn't look right. They didn't look right. They didn't. All right. What about Georgia? Um, let me start. So, this is what I feel about Georgia. Georgia, I I didn't see any different from anything I've seen the last few years with a Kirby Smart team. I'm gonna tell you why. Defense is on point. They defense probably even look better. Look scary. Them, them jokers are flying around. They look scary. No offense. Now I understand Pickens wasn't there. I understand he was out. I get that. But this is supposed to be a top five school, right? You have this quarterback in JT Daniels who was slinging that thing when he was out west, and now all of a sudden, everything is dink and dunk. I think it's going to be the same thing we see every year. Y'all look good, but then when y'all play, y'all beat Clemson, no doubt. I don't think Alabama's on their schedule this year, no, right? No, Who's on their schedule? Florida and Auburn. When you play Florida, are you going to be able to beat Florida? Or when you get – even if you get to the playoffs, are you going to be able to advance? I don't think so. You cannot – they not they I know it's one game. You hadn't shown me anything. This is what we've seen the last few years. No offense. I, like I said, I know Pickens wasn't there. Yeah, Pickens. Right, but, and that's a big that's a big but it just is like Kirby, you you didn't do anything offensively. You didn't change up. I understand you let's keep it defensively, but you score on a defensive touchdown. That's it. And three points. Offensively. I don't know. Let's quickly move on. UCLA. I'm gonna let you take this one. What What did you say in UCLA? Do you believe in them? And not necessarily they're gonna win a championship. I mean, you know. But do you think they can get to the playoffs? Are they as good? What you seen so far? No, no. I don't think they can get to the playoffs. I'll keep that short and simple. Um, <laughs> Pac-12 is always gonna be tough. 
you know, when it comes to playoffs. But I'm looking at UCLA's schedule. Yeah, they look good right now. But how they going to look when they have to go to Washington? I know Washington's had a big, big loss. How they going to look against Oregon October 23rd? That's, that's the game that's going to be a prove-it game to me, those two. And then they got to go to USC for that rivalry game. Mm-hmm. It, they've been beaten like the last 10 years, 10 times in a row. So, it, nah, I'm, it looks good first two weeks. They did beat LSU. I didn't have them beating LSU. But they got Fresno State next week also. They got a bye week this week, but they got Fresno State next week also. And I think that could be a little, you know, a good game because mm-hmm. Fresno State's a good ball club. We saw what they just did to Oregon, but – yeah, it looks good right now, but how how good it's going to look in a month. Right, yeah. right. And then the last team, Notre Dame, I'll take that. No. All right, so um, <laughs> we don't want to see Notre Dame get blown out by 55 points in the playoffs. That's what's going to happen. Always. Always. All right, man, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be back. Got to talk about this guy named Cam Newton, man. This, this guy's in the – News again. Cam News Newton. And not for a bad reason. You know what I call him. But Scam Newton. I ain't no scam, dog. Man's a scam artist. We'll see. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to WWE Real 1100 AM. And we want you to practice good hygiene by simply washing your hands. So enjoy 20 seconds of blinding lights by the weekend as you practice safe habits. I'm running out of time, cause I can see the sun light up the sky. So I hit the road and overdrive, baby. All done. Remember to stay connected to the real and stay really safe. This is the Hall of Famer, Marshall Falk, and you're listening to Three Point Conversion. Right, we are back inside the Three Point Conversion Sports Lounge. It's the controversy here. My God, Rue. Yo. And um, first off, man, what you, what you got planned today? When I leave here, I'm going to pick me up a 12-pack of beer. I'm going to go sit on my couch. For about eight to nine hours and watch football all day <laughs> long. And I'm gonna re rinse, repeat, and do it again tomorrow. Yes, yes, sir. That's it. Yeah, I'm chilling, man. I'm I'm just what I'm doing. Watching the game. Uh probably do some work for the company, but watching the game. That's what I'm gonna do. It's just the weekend, bro. I deserve it. Uh but um tell you who else is gonna be watching the games. Mr. Cam Newton. And, and I don't mean that in a bogus way, but I just said he's going to be watching the games as well. But I, I want to play something for you all. You know, Cam Newton made news this week. And um, I want to play this 
for you all, and, and we're going to talk about this. Go ahead. Because indirectly, I was going to be a distraction. Without being a starter. Without being a starter. Yeah. And this was but not how? Verbally or in the locker room? Just my aura. Okay. Just my aura. And, and that's just, and I told you this off camera, that's my gift and my curse. If they would have asked me, they said, Cam, we're going to give the team to Matt. You're going to be the second string. We okay. expect you to be everything and some yeah. to guide yeah. him throughout yeah. this tenure. Okay. I would say absolutely. The truth of the matter is this. He would have been uncomfortable. You have to understand. You are too. intimidating presence now. That is true. Yeah. And it comes by mere fact of me being me. Mm, mm, mm. This is Cam Newton talking about why he felt he was cut or released, however you want to put it, however they felt. felt um, kick to the curb. Kick to the curb, whatever you say. Um, sh- what up, Ty? So what, what, what you, let me ask you, what, what do you think when you hear that? Do you agree with Cam Newton what he said? I 100% agree with Cam what he said. He was being honest, and that's the honest truth of why he was released. Mm-hmm. And it might have something to do with, uh, I don't know. People say speculated it had something to do with him not being vaccinated. You know, I don't I don't think so. I think that's that's the 100% honest to God truth of why he was released. Cam has a, a, a aura about himself, you know. And he was going to be a distraction being the backup. It was going to put pressure on Mac Jones, mm-hmm. you know. And Mac Jones, I said this a couple of weeks ago, Mac Jones is the future. You're looking at the future, you know. So you got to – and basically Patriots going to let him sink or swim out there. Because they, they back up his journeyman Brian Hoyer, Jared mm-hmm. Stidham, and then yeah. But Cam has a you know ego bigger than this room, so I think that's why they had to just let him go. You know, Mac doesn't have any distractions. Mm. See, and I I agree with that. At first, when I heard it, I'm like I don't know, but when I thought about it and listened to it again, I could see that. Because do you want a rookie quarterback having somebody with a presence like Cam, a former MVP, somebody who's still playing in this league? And it wasn't, and he said it, he said it, we didn't play that part. But like he said, it wasn't the fact that he didn't beat me out. No, he didn't. But at the same time, too, Cam, you didn't separate yourself. And the fact that he didn't separate himself, let's go with the rookie. Why pay Cam this money to sit on a bench? And we sit on, you know, just sit on the bench. But then, too, we don't want him having this pressure of having somebody, if he messes up, he looking over his shoulder. Yeah. Cam Cam said he was there to help. Then the fact that he said that Mac Jones is even, he would be nervous. He, he, he was uncomfortable. I think so. You got a former MVP, you know, Heisman Trophy winner behind you. So, yeah, I, I think so. Mm. You don't want to give Mac Jones no pressure. Just let him be the most comfortable he can be. And honestly, you might not agree, but Mac Jones is a better quarterback right now than Cam Newton. Stop it. What? Mac Jones is a better quarterback right now. Like what? Than Cam Newton. What? Cam Newton is broke, man. What? What? Shows you that I'm not like, talking financially. No, no, I know that. But what I, we know that. But what I'm saying is, I might hit that joke. No, I'm just playing. Mechanics, mechanics wise, Mac Jones looks good. I know it's been preseason, mm. 
mm-hmm. and I can't wait to that game tomorrow. And the only reason why I'm saying it because we had we still hadn't seen anything. I, I think Mac Jones is gonna be good though. Yeah. I, I I do like like you said from what we saw mm-hmm. in preseason, he looks real good. So he he looked the best out of all the rookie quarterbacks to but be. I'm gonna tell you though, mechanics don't win championships. Yeah, Mech- but- mechanics don't win games. But you know who does? Bill Belichick. And right. I, I think Bill saw, saw, sees True. that in, mm-hmm. in Matt. Right. And I can't wait till that game tomorrow. Because I, I think he's better than Tua. I do. So I, Mac Jones? Yeah. I think he is. I'll say this. I think this this offense is good for Mac Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good for the team because, again, I feel like with Cam, you had to alter that. And I give kudos to um, Josh McDaniels for doing that, but he altered the the scheme. He altered that offensive playbook for Cam, which you should when you got a player that could run the ball and do things. But we know Josh McDaniels, this is the Patriot way. This is a certain way we like to run our offense. You got the two tight ends. You went back to the old school scheme. And it, Mac Jones is that dude that could – you don't need nobody that's flashy that – you don't have to have an arm – you don't have to be as mobile because it's get the ball quick, get the ball out and get it quick, get it out quickly. You know, that's not Cam. And so I, I think he's better for this offense than Cam was. I'll say that. I don't think that he – I can't can't say he's better than – a rookie better than Cam Newton. No. Nah. But I think he's better for this offense than Cam Newton. I believe that. I mean, then yeah, than Cam Newton, I believe that. The question is, is Cam going to get another job? I don't think so. I, I mean, it, it's, it's going to take an injury. It's gonna, I think it's going to take an injury, of course, and then the spots are open up. But like, like Cam said in that statement, his aura, man, it carries. You know, it can have a lot, you know. It, Cam's young, too, though. He's, he's only, what, 31, 32? Right. So he is still young, but I just think Cam is broken, man. It's it's, it's something something's not clicking with his mechanics, bro. And it's shown since Carolina. I was gonna say that's it's not shown. It. it. It is it no, to me. It's not that something's broken with his, me- his mechanics. Been like that it's since off, he came to lead, but it's off. It's gotten worse. The no. hits he's he, the hits Cam has taken has done a lot to his career. Right, but I don't. His mechanics have always been bad. Y'all just okay, had noticed yeah. it because it's he, gotten worse. He's though. played. Well. I don't think it's gotten worse. He. He's always been bad mechanically. He's just now nah, he's not running the ball or he he's not winning. So you get to pay attention to that. See, when you're not winning, you you don't pay attention to none of that stuff cuz he's winning. Why he's an MVP. Why why are we caring about his mechanics? But now the last he, 4 or 5 years it's been bad. No. The, shoot. He his last 2 years in Carolina was awful. He didn't look good. I know he was hurt some of the year. The year he he you they, mean, you they mean, lost eight games, nine games in a row. He, that was the fall of Cam Newton. Yeah, because he was out. No, he was playing those games. He was he no, was playing remember those he, games. Four years ago, remember he went out when they were they were six and two. I think this was twenty seventeen. The year he the first when he hurt his shoulder, they were six and two, and he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And then he started getting. Then they end up. Yeah, they end up taking him out because he got hurt. Right. Right. So he kept playing, but that's when he was the shoulder was messed and up. And that's when I think the fall happened when that shoulder went out on Cam. I, I, just, I just think. Yeah, I just think he never got because he bought out last year when, when the beginning of the season. He two was ga- ball- He bought for two games. One game, the Seattle game. No, he bought. He did good the first game. He, he went five games in a row throwing less than hundred yards and zero touchdowns. But I think that was just because he couldn't catch up with the offense too. I think that offense left him, and that's what he said. He's like, "Hey, I couldn't catch up with the offense then because 
they kept moving. Mm. I'm catching up. My first year. But um, do you see him on another team? Can I get another job opportunity? Here's the problem. Why I don't feel like, why I don't feel like, it's because of. It's because of the vaccination. Why he got released? That might be a problem of going to another team. You, you, I agree. This is not the New England Patriots. I agree. They don't. New England Patriots is a different breed. You know, but so that's going to be a problem. But then, too, if he's willing to be a backup, yeah, I can see him going anywhere. I can see him going to Dallas. I hey, can Houston s- could use him right now. <laughs> I, I don't think Cam would go to Houston. Yeah. You know, um, we're talking about Kanye going to jail tonight. I don't think he want to go there. Uh, but you got other, <laughs> other teams he could go to. It's a lot of teams he could be a backup. And, you know, so he got it. I think the vaccination is the part where it's going to wait. That's going to weigh in the most. So, all right, man, we're going to take a quick break and we will be back to talk. Stop it moments. Don't go anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Cat Williams, and you are listening to Three Point Conversion Radio. You are tuned into WWE Hopeville AM eleven hundred. Big ups to our Sports Lounge crew for keeping the airways blazing each and every Saturday. But I want to send another special shout out to our team of writers at The Three Point Conversion. You can visit us at thetreepointconversion.com. You can also like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. How about the Gram? How about iHeart? How about Spreaker Radio? How about wherever you need it, baby? We got you covered. Mercy, don't let up on them. Go hard on them, Mr. Controversy. Hit them with the stop it button. All right, we are back inside the Three Point Conversion Sports Lounge. And this is the time where we I like to thank Everyone who is listening live or watching this live, we definitely appreciate everything that's going on. And um, we appreciate you paying attention and listening. And and then I ask you to not only support the three-point conversion sports lines, but three, but support the three-point conversion sports um, media company itself. And now it is time for the most infamous, the most famous stop it segment. Let's get it. Stop 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 it. Yes. S-T-O-P. New word. I-T. Stop it. Stop it. Get some help. 
All right. So I'm going to start off with... Um, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. This is crazy. So, Jamar Chase. Y'all, we all know Jamar Chase. And we know what he's been doing. And um, how he's been playing. He hasn't been playing well. Y'all, y'all, y'all have seen it. Y'all, I don't know if y'all have noticed that or not. But he hasn't been playing well. A lot of things going on with um, Jamar. But this is one of the things he's saying is the reason why he's not playing well. He said the ball is different because it's bigger. You're talking about the football, right? He said the ball is different because it's bigger. It doesn't have the white stripes on the side, so you can't see the ball coming from the tip point, so you actually have to look for the strings on the ball at the top, which is hard to see because the whole ball is brown and you have the six strings that are white. Stop it. Bruh. That's crazy. I've never heard anything like that. And he kind of tried to clarify it too. Bruh. <laughs> On Twitter. Talking about, I didn't say what I said. I said this, bruh. We heard you. Stop, stop it. Bruh. All right, Rue, I'm going to go to you, bro. What, what, what's your stop it segment? A moment. My stop it goes to... My Atlanta Falcons. Now, a lot of y'all might ask why, but I'm going to tell you why. So, yesterday, just going about my day, and I see a photo op going on with Mike Vick and Young Way Koo. Now, y'all might ask, what, what do those two have in common? Why are they doing a photo op together? They both wearing the number seven. That's why. Man, why haven't the Falcons gone retire that man Mike Vick jersey? There would never be another seven in the A. Stop it. <laughs> and to have a kicker sporting that number seven. I know he's young way cool. He's pretty good. He puts up, you know, he's a good kicker. He puts up points. But seven? Yeah. Stop, Stop it. That's yeah. Vick all the way. You can't do that. They, they... Falcon fans, you should ban going to game. You shouldn't even go to game one. You can't give Vic's jersey away. Like, off the plane, you should be ashamed of yourself, bro. That's your boy. That man had so much influence in his in his tenure here. A lot of people was was was, was mad about that on Twitter yesterday. Yeah, they you should know, be. Young Way Cool sporting that seven, man. You he apparently doesn't know the history of that number. So I gotta give him another. Stop it. And as soon as he kicked the field goal and he misses, he should, I hope they boot the hell out of him. So, but all right, man, that, that wraps up quick hits. We're going to take, I mean, why I keep saying quick hits? That wraps, give me a stop it for that. Stop, stop it. it. I don't know why I keep saying quick hits, but that wraps up um, our stop it segment. And we're going to be right back to talk NFL football. We're giving out our predictions, bold predictions at, at that. Keep it locked. Let me break down to y'all what's so dope about the three-point conversion. 
First of all, everybody is a fan of the game first. Second of all, everybody is a student of the game second. And third of all, we're the average sports fan just like everybody else. We're not coming in here, walking with our nose tipped high, acting snooty, acting brand new. This is a grassroots organization. Bar none, the three-point conversion where fans' opinions matter. Be sure to visit the website www.the3pointconversion.com Get your fix, get your articles, multimedia, and everything else that you as a sports fan need. So again, the3pointconversion.com It's where it's at, man, where fans' opinions matter. Yo, what's up? It's Allen Robinson, wide receiver for the Chicago Bears, and you're here with the three-point conversion. All right, we are back inside the three-point conversion. It's the controversy, Rue. And so this is our NFL huddle segment. And it's time to get to these predictions, bro. I'm, I'm excited, man. Uh, we finally get to come to our predictions and the NFL and talk what we know and all of that good stuff. So first off, we're going to start off with our bold prediction. I'm going to give you the um, first stab at it, bro. What is your bold prediction for this year? My bold prediction. It's bold. That's why it's a bold prediction. The Ravens will miss the playoffs. Ooh. Baltimore Ravens will miss the playoffs this season. And let me expand on why I think they will. Of course, the injuries they suffered. J.K., Gus Edwards, Marcus Peters. We saw them two go down this week. But the AFC is loaded this year, you know, and I think we're going to see a 10-win team miss the playoffs. And unfortunately, I think it's going to be Baltimore. Now, um, you know, the AFC North, they sent three teams to the playoffs last season. I don't think that that's going to happen again this season. Mm-hmm. I think everyone in that division is going to take a small step back. But on the Ravens' end, you know, they struggled against good teams last year, if you remember. They went three and four against teams that finished above 500. And I really won't be surprised if that trend continues. I don't think they're going to fall off a cliff. I just don't think they're going to make the playoffs this season. Right. I think the Browns and the Steelers will. Okay. So you was cheating looking at your phone, but that's cool. Yeah, I had some um, little notes, you know. Notes. I ain't mad at you. Notes ready. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. But I'm going to go even bolder. I'm going to go even bolder. But, again, I, I can see that. And, I, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened um, with the injuries and then with 
you know, some teams I feel like is going to make some big steps. My bold prediction for the year is Lamar Jackson. Stick with the Baltimore Ravens. So remember last, remember, remember um, two years ago, my bold prediction was Lamar Jackson was going to th- throw for. What I say? Was that, his, that was his MVP year, right? Yeah, I said he's going to throw for um, four thousand yards. No, I said like thirty eight hundred yards, something like that. I think I don't think I said quite four thousand, but um, and I said thirty thirty five touchdowns. He almost hit it, almost hit it right through thirty six hundred yards. My pro bold prediction is. He's going to be the first player in NFL history to throw for 4,000 yards and rush for 1,000 yards in the same season. I could uh, that's, <laughs> that's tough. I was going to say I could see that, but then I, it's tough, man. That's, but he's going to be the first to throw for 4,000 yards and rush mm. for 1,000 yards in the same season. Now, now the 1,000 yards, I could definitely see that rushing. Especially mm-hmm. with the injuries, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But Lamar throwing for 4,000, I think that's where the bold prediction is right there, you know. Yep. 4,000. He, he, he doesn't just have the cachet of weapons that a lot of teams, you know, Cleveland and the Bucks and the Chiefs have. And Rashad Bateman's out to start the year. Right. You know, I, th- I think that was going to be a key piece. So we talking um, – who they just signed? Mark Andrews to that extension. We're mm-hmm. talking Hollywood Brown. Mm-hmm. 4,000? 4,000 and rush for 1,000 yards in the same season. So everybody who has Lamar Jackson in fantasy, you're about to be blessed. I, that's my bold prediction. That's my bold prediction. All right, so let's, let's keep going on with it. So, um... Let's go over the divisions now. Who do you think wins the division? So let's start with the AFC. Who who wins who wins the AFC South division? Who do you have? Well, personally, it's only between two teams. We right. can go ahead and count out the two teams that's playing tomorrow in the Turd Bowl. Right. Jacksonville and Houston. Uh, okay. We're talking Indy or Tennessee. So I'm going Indianapolis, man. I'm going to Indianapolis Colts. I think Carson Wentz takes a step. Up, I've always liked Carson Wentz. I just think he needed to be in the right situation, and I think he is. I like the O line. The defense is getting better and better. I'm going Indy. Ooh, okay. I think they won 11 games this year, 11 and six. Over Tennessee. Over Tennessee, yeah. Ooh, I got Tennessee winning that division. I don't see where they got worse. I think they've gotten better. Now the teams might have gotten better. Indy has gotten better with the quarterback. Maybe can Carson stay healthy? That be. I saw a stat that Carson's gotten them to the playoffs every year, mm. except for last year. Mm. And every year they're starting a, a different quarterback in the playoffs. He hadn't started. He hadn't played a playoff game. So I don't I don't know. He'll get you there, but I, I don't I don't know. But Tennessee, they haven't like they've only gotten better. Only. That defense was suspect last year though. That Tennessee defense. 
And I think that's where it lies at. But how can they get any worse? That's what I'm saying. They've gotten- they did lose their coordinator, the offensive coordinator, I mean, Arthur Smith. I mean, yeah. But- I, I, I just think that defense is, is – I'm going Indy because the defense is better. The O-line's better. But Tennessee's offense is – the Tennessee's offense is better. But okay, it's going to be close. All right. So, okay. So, we agree to disagree. That's cool. That's what this is for. Who you got winning the AFC North? The Brownies. Got the Brownies winning the AFC North. I'm with you. Yeah. Like you said, and I agree, most talented team in the NFL. It's just going to take, you know, execution. You know. So yep. I, and we saw that step in the right direction last year in the way they played. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. And you get Odell back. Mm-hmm. A star wide receiver or any wide receiver is not going to make your team any worse. <laughs> Facts. You know, you can only get better. Mm-hmm. It's not basketball. Like, he can't make the lineup worse because he takes – no, it's going to make the team better. So, I got Cleveland. Who do you have for the AFC East? Going Buffalo. Going Bills Mafia. Yeah, I agree. No surprise here. Yeah, yeah, no surprise there. I agree. I agree. But I will say this. I think the Jets will be like a six-win team, though. I think the Jets will be better. I don't think they'll, you know, buy for the playoffs or anything. Mm-hmm. I just, but definitely Bills Mafia. Right. I agree. And then AFC West, we both got Kansas City, right? Oh yeah, facts. Okay, cool. NFC. We're gonna start with the NFC South. We got Tampa, right? Yeah, Tampa. Okay, I agree. Yeah. NFC North. Giving you a little slight grin in here. I want to see who, who you pick. I want to see if you 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 know you put that bias aside because the Packers win in this division. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Slackers. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, I, kudos to you because I couldn't. I mean, I just did it, but the Bucks are winning the division. But yeah, I gotta go with the Packers, I, I, man. Because even with me, you know, people. Oh, I'm surprised he didn't say the Bears. Well, I'm not gonna say the Bears because with the, with the Bears. I, I don't know what Andy Don's going to bring. He might – we might win with him. You know, he's had a whole training camp. He might win. He's won in Cincinnati. Then, even if we – even if we switch to Fields, with Fields, he's still a rookie. Mm-hmm. It ain't, it's not like Fields going to win 10 games in a row. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, he can win. Nah, mm-hmm. he's a rookie still, so – I, got a tough schedule too, man. Yeah, we got the third or third toughest schedule, I mean, yeah. third or fourth. So, yeah, I'm going Packers. NFC West. Whew. I think this is the toughest. Yeah. Out of all the divisions. Yep. I'm going LA Rams, though. Uh, I'm with you, dog. I'm, I'm going, with you. Yeah, I'm going LA Rams. I think Stafford, a quarterback, is all they needed. You know, uh, defense, you two of the best top ten defenders in the league. I just think they was missing that quarterback. And I, I, I've i always been a Stafford fan, Georgia boy right there. So I I, I definitely think the Rams going to win this division. But I think it's three teams that make the playoffs in this, 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 this division. We get to that. But I got the Rams winning also. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Stafford, they got the defense. You have the weapons. I think you have enough at running back. Mm-hmm. Do running back by yeah. committee. Mm-hmm. But you give Stafford all of these tools that he hadn't had before. Now, I'm not saying that Megatron wasn't good. And they were 
They would, you know, it was flirt Detroit. with the playoffs then. But <laughs> not just that, you didn't have Megatron, then you had another wide receiver that was good. Or you didn't have that. Mm-hmm. You have weapons. Then you have a system, a scheme that works. Yeah. That's the thing. The scheme works. Mm. I say Stafford flirt with the MVP. He's my dark horse, too, for MVP. Stafford. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then then we got to go NFC East. Who you have? Most interesting division in football. The NFC East? When it comes to who's going to make the playoffs. I think it's the biggest conversation. As far as the division or the playoffs? As far as who makes the playoffs, who wins this division. Because I think, yeah, yeah, you, the Cowboys. I'm going with the Cowboys. Right. Who? Who? But why, who else? Why, Washington won it last year. They won it with Seth being seven and nine. Yeah, but their defense is the best in this division. But the offense isn't. Giants also. They got a good offense. They got a good defense. Well, Danny Dimes isn't good, but their defense is is, is good. It's this is close. This is gonna be close, man. It's gonna be a close race. Nah, bro. It's gonna be between those three, and then we don't know what Philly's gonna do. Right, but Dallas is above all. They, Dallas wins the division. Everybody yeah, stay healthy. Yeah, I'm going with the Cowboys. I'm going with. The, I don't think it's gonna be easy though. That's wow. that's what I'm gonna say. I, I I don't think it's gonna be easy. This might come down to Week 17. Wow. Okay. So let's let's um we're gonna move a little swift. Okay. Who gets in the playoffs for the AFC? Who are your three teams getting in? That didn't get in last year, or no? Just who's getting in? Oh, AFC. Be, uh, remember, minus your minus your division winners. Oh, okay, the wild cards. So the wild cards, three three I'm, teams. I'm going LA Chargers. I think they're. Uh, yeah, I think they get in. I think they will get in. I'm going Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And I'm going the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm. I think those three teams are going to get in that wild card. Okay, so my teams are. I'm going Pittsburgh Steelers. The Miami Dolphins. And I already know you. The Denver Broncos. Oh, he didn't do it. The Denver Broncos. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the surprise team, y'all. The Denver Broncos. They getting in, bro. I gotta see it to believe it. I gotta see it to believe it. De- Denver, Denver defense, they're gonna be a top three defense this year. I, I yeah. Bradley Chubb and then uh Bo up uh, Bosa. Von Miller. And 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 then the with with Teddy Bridgewater, people talk about Teddy Bridgewater. He's a game manager. Um, shout out to Danny Thompson. He was telling me he's the ultimate game manager. He's been an ultimate game manager because he's been in schemes where they made him the ultimate game manager. Mm. They're gonna give him the, the control, total control. He has weapons, yeah. bro. Mm. Even in New Orleans, he didn't have weapons like this. He has weapons. Yeah, he does have weapons. And Sutton and Judy. Yeah, you got Noah Fant. Mm-hmm. Still got Melvin Gordon. You got this guy named Javante Williams everybody's raving about. K.J. Hamler's pretty good. Hamler's pretty good. Mm-hmm. They have weapons with that defense, and that defense is healthy now? Yeah, I got them. All right, NFC, who are your three teams? Three teams going my Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. I think we win 10 games this year. I think we get it that wild card. I'm going to Seahawks. I don't think Russell's missing the playoffs. Right. You know, he hasn't missed it in eight out of the last nine right. years, something like that. And I'm going to 49ers. I think three teams from that NFC West gets in that playoff. See, I, I started to pick them, but I didn't mm. because I think they just beat each other up. Because mm. all four teams, because you still we still got to count Arizona. Gonna yeah. Be. So I can't. 
I can't put 49ers, but I got I got Chicago. It hurt me. I, it took a while. I wasn't going to do it, but. <laughs> hey, y'all made it the last two years. Yeah. Well, the year before last we did, and the year before that one we did. But okay. still, with Dalton or the Rook, I think we get in with our defense. If our defense plays well, I think we get in. Seattle, like you stated. Go ahead and say it. And then I got the Saints. Oh, no, you didn't, man. I'm, I, I'm about to cut your mic off. <laughs> to cut his mic Bruh, off. Bro, I, I think Jameis with what? Jameis with uh, Sean J- Payton with Lil John the receiver. What's his name? Lil Jordan. Sean Payton <laughs> with as a as his coach is going to help Jameis out. That's why I got and they are going to run Kamara into the ground. Look, we've never seen the Saints drop with whoever their quarterback was or whoever came in. They've always played well. Jameis has talent. And I don't think so. Michael Thomas is going to be out the first four to six weeks. No, I'm saying Jameis has talent in his arm. Oh, I'm just saying oh, he's talented. Okay. Oh, yeah. But this guy, Michael, this guy Callaway is going to take over. Marquez Watch. Callaway? Yep. Okay, I'll be watching. We'll I don't see. think the Saints they have a down yet. All right, what's your, what's your Super Bowl? The L.A. Rams. Ooh. I got them beating the Bucks in that conference championship. I do. Uh, L.A. Rams versus the Chiefs. Wow. I think Stafford goes to the Super Bowl this year. I was going to pick – I think the Tampa Bay Bucks beat the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC Championship. Mm. Mm. Close Got game. Cowboys getting that far? Yeah, yeah. You, we, we saw what happened last week. Yeah. I mean, Thursday. Thursday, yeah. But not, I'm not picking that because I saw it. Though. I'm just saying. I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't. I've been saying Dallas, but – I had Dallas going last year. All right, so Dallas Cowboys – so Dallas Cowboys losing to Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. So Tampa verse and Kansas City Chiefs losing to the Cleveland Browns. Mm. Wait, so you got the Browns? Yeah, the Browns in the Super Bowl. Oh man, <laughs> I like the Browns. I definitely think they get far. Uh-huh. Do they beat the Chiefs though? Ooh, that's gonna be a telltale. They they, they they play tomorrow. They basically beat them last week. I mean, last year they almost beat them last year. They did, yeah. That fourth quarter, yeah. That that fourth down play. Yeah, that was it. Was Chad Henney though? In the game. Remember, Mahomes got knocked out. But, right. hey, we're going to see these two teams play tomorrow. Right. Yeah, they're going to play tomorrow. Oh, but, I I mean, you can't take nothing from them. I, no, no. I, we, all right, on. so real quick, let's go. So, Pittsburgh-Buffalo, who you, who you think win tomorrow? Close game. I think it's going to be a closer game, but Bills Mafia will be rocking. They didn't get to go to the games last year. They get some music with this, They man. They fans are going to be in there. I mean, like, no other. I'm going close game, but I'm going Bills. Give me the bills. It's gonna be a uh, lot of tables broken. I have um, I have Buffalo too. Yeah, and Buffalo. I got Buffalo. Seattle, Indy. It's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a good one. It took me a little time, but I think Indy's gonna win. I got Seattle. I think Indy wins. Russell gonna throw, be hot like he normally doing. Throw for four or five touchdowns. It's going to be a good one. I think this is going to be one of the best games this of the week. This is Indy. Cleveland, Kansas City. Going Kansas City. I'm going Kansas City. At home. Yeah, I'm going to go Kansas City. Too. Week it's one. Yeah. It, some games you just got to go with the home team. I think it's going to be close, though. Yeah, I think it's going to be close, for sure. I think Kansas City is going to have problems. And New Orleans, Green Bay. Now, this is a neutral game, right? Mm-hmm. This in Jacksonville. Yep, that, that messed, the, messed the Saints up. Green Bay wins by 
14 points or more. Wow. I got New Orleans winning. Wow. Tell you, man, don't sleep on the Saints. I'm sleep. I'm sleep. Well, you about to wake up. I'm sleep. I'm dreaming, slobbing and everything. Because Sean Payton got some tricks for your sleeve, and I think they're going to win. <laughs> but, all right, man, that wraps up the NFL predictions. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be back to continue to talk about some sports. Keep it locked. Entertainment. Are you not entertained? And other special interest talk shows. Well, isn't that special? All on one app. Yo, that's dope. What app is that? It's the real 1100 AM app for WWE. Grab it for free in your Google Play or Apple App Store today. What's up, man? It's Metal World Peace. Shout out to the Three Point Conversion Radio. All right, we are back inside the Three Point Conversion Sports Lounge. Chilling with my guy, Rue. So, MLB Talk is here. Yeah. And, man, it, it's, it's starting starting to, uh, well, not starting, it's been heating up. It's been getting good. And mm-hmm. it's, it's getting better and better each week. First, let's go ahead and break this division. The division's down and the race is down. So, Tampa has a 9 Game lead. Tampa Bay Rays has a nine-game lead over the Boston Red Sox. Not the Yankees, the Boston Red Sox. I remember about a week ago. I think it was, yeah, last week. No, a week this before was, that. Yeah, a week before last. This was like a three-game lead. Something no, like, it, it was like. It was like it was, it was nine? Yeah, it was like four. It was like last week it was like four or five. Yeah, but, last week it was four or five. They didn't. They don't run away with it. The crazy part is. Tampa Bay is only the Rays. They were five and five during the last ten games. Yankees are two and eight in, a, in their last ten games, losing to Baltimore. Yeah, lost uh, the series to Blue Jays too. Got swept. Blue Jays, oh, uh, ugly. Blue Jays. So look, Boston, the Yankees, and Blue Jays are even right now in the East. Yep. Wow. Yep. AL Central. Chicago White Sox, they got an 11-game lead. Nothing Run to away. talk about. That's easy. Yeah, there's nothing there. The AL West, Houston has a five-and-a-half game lead over the A's mm-hmm. and the Seattle's, Seattle Mariners. Like, the Mariners, are, they're not they're not, they're they're not pushovers. Yeah, yeah they're they, not they pushovers. Said, no, we're going to be here. But um, you think Houston has that? Yeah, they got it. They got it wrapped up. They got it wrapped right. up. The AL East. Braves have a four and a half game lead over the Phillies. You think they keep that? I I, I think they keep it, uh, Mr. Controversy. But it, we got a tough slate to end the year. We go out west again. We play the Giants. We play the Padres. 
Mm. And I think it's going to come down to those two. We cannot get swept. If we just can tie, you know, go two and two, both of those series, we'll be all right. I just don't think Philly does enough. Yeah, I don't think they don't, I don't think they help themselves. I mean, the Mets are five games behind also, mm-hmm. so they can jump in. Um, but the Mets have to play. They're playing the Yankees. Yeah. Well, they don't matter. <laughs> the way the Yankees play, you know. Yeah, and they just won last night, too. The Mets did. Yep, so – Milwaukee, 12-game lead over Reds. Oh, you know, so. <laughs> um, and then you got the West. I told you. Yeah, you did. I told you. You did. I'm starting to look a little bit. I'm starting to be like, the oh. The Giants, man. I told you, they have a two-and-a-half game lead over the Dodgers. It keeps getting bigger and bigger. Slowly, but surely. Slowly. They're, they're playing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like so the, so the Dodgers are 6-4 and four in their last 10 games. But – they just can't overcome the Giants. Giants are seven and three. Like they can't, and they don't play each other again, right? That's it. That was the last series. Yep. Yep. The Giants win this, win this division. Yeah. The, the Giants, man. They just they've been on top all year. Ninety one wins. They're gonna be the first team to a hundred. Yep. I don't think anybody nope. saw that coming. It, nope. It's I crazy. I didn't. All right. So the L division leaders. We we have Tampa Bay. Um, I mean, not AL division leaders, but um, we know the division leaders, right? Yeah. But we have the AL wildcard teams now. That's interesting. We got interesting. Boston. They have a game. Have um, they're up one game over the Yankees. Mm-hmm. They're in first place for the wild card. Base, yeah, yeah, right. And the Yankees are right behind them, but Toronto <laughs> is a half a game behind them. Half a game. Oakland is one game behind them. Seattle is one game behind them. Man, this is this is a tight race. This is the tightest wild card race we've will, seen in years. Will it be one of the biggest fails if Yankees don't make it? Absolutely, it will be. You you made all those trades, then you have a what was it a thirteen game winning streak? Yeah, yeah. And they've been free falling since then. You got the the highest paid pitcher, Garrett Cole, on your team. Then I ask if remember I asked you did they do you felt like they peaked they peaked too? Yep, and I said no. They definitely peaked too too soon. They peaked too soon. They did. And I'm I'm not the one to believe that. Like if you playing good, you play good, whatever. But I just felt like that took a lot of energy out. And to lose that series just uh past couple of days to Toronto, that just that that really hurt yeah, the Yankees, that man. Did, that did. Now in the National League, you have the Dodgers, of course. They can get in. There. We don't have to worry about them. But the second wild card it's going to be interesting because you have Sandy, you have San Diego. They're tied basically, you know, when it comes to winning percentage with uh, – or they're like a, a 5.529 and mm-hmm. Cincinnati 528. But still, they, they're, they're – They're tied they're basically, tied. Yeah. yeah. So the Cardinals are three games back and the Phillies uh, is three and a half and the Mets are four games back. Mm-hmm. So – I, I just think that um, I don't know if the Cardinals have enough yeah. to come back. No, it's going to be definitely between San Diego and Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Okay. All right. I think so. Okay. So. Imagine the Dodgers, though, in a wild card game, win or go home. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be praying they lose because that'll definitely give my Braves some hope because we can't seem to beat them. Yeah, but, uh, that don't even make sense. One game wild card. So, MVPs, who, who do you have? Right now, man, AL. I think you. Everybody knows who's gonna win that. Shohei Otani. 
43 home runs, pitching with a sub three ERA. Never seen nothing like this since Babe Ruth, you know. So right. he's going to win that. But NL, man, it's interesting. But look, look, you don't think – you're right. Who, who Vladdy? That's the only other in the AL? Vlad is like in the top three in every category. Everything, yeah. He has 43 home runs too, you know. But uh, pitching. Shohei's pitching too. That's the, that's what gives him the leeway yeah, over Vlad. Right, he's right. he's a great pitcher, you right, know, right. and that's hard to that's hard to overcome. Right, but Vlad he now Vladdy's a monster, man. Three eighteen. He's gonna be better than his dad. Yeah, he's gonna be better than and, his and, dad. And, and, and his uh, dad was was damn good. That was my one of my favorite players too. Yeah. So, but in in, in the um, NL, who do you have? <sighs> man, this is so tough, man. This is so, so tough because right now when it comes to Vegas and the odds, they got Fernando Tatis leading right, right now. Right, right. I but can it's, see that. But it's by a slight margin. Then they got Bryce Harper. And then right after Bryce is, right. is um Freddie Freeman and Austin Riley. I can see that. Of the Braves. But right now, I got to go with Fernando, man. But if they don't make the playoffs. But look, this is what I'm saying, though. I think the fact that you – you got you to gotta put in the playoffs. That always matters. Because if, if, if you don't make the playoffs, then... You, you can't be MVP. You can't be, you can't be MVP. And Bryce Harper and Fernando will probably miss the playoffs. There's another guy in the mix, Max Muncy, in there. They got him third right now. And then Austin Riley, fourth for the Braves, and Freddie fifth. Looking at the odds, but and see, it's funny because man, they used to talk about my. I used to talk about Austin Riley when he first was a rookie. They used to clown me because I thought Austin he was. They clown me, but I knew he was. He was he's a he's a legit man. He's, legit. he's the best third baseman in baseball. But I could give it to Tatis because he's he's in that race for it. And if they make the wild card, you got to give it to him. So, but all right, man. I think this is gonna be great. This finish, whether it's the races. Wild card or division races, whether it's MVP races. Next week we'll talk Cy Young, Gold Gloves, and all of that good stuff. But um, this is a great. This has been a great baseball season. A great baseball season. I don't think it gets enough credit. I know it's a lot of stuff that's been distracting. It never gets enough credit. But this has been a great baseball season. Dramatics. Everything, man. So, um, all right. Let's go ahead and take this break. If y'all looking to um, find out about your fantasy teams, who you should play as far as injuries, should you start this guy, you don't want to miss this next segment. Let's ask a doc with Dr. Fowler here. Give us that insight. Yeah. Sports injury? Need to see an orthopedic doctor? Ortho Atlanta is one of Metro Atlanta's largest orthopedic and sports medicine practices, providing orthopedic and sports medicine care for the whole family. With 37 physicians and 14 offices, the practice provides the highest level of care for injury of muscles, joints, bones, and spine. Ortho Atlanta offers convenient access to a full range of musculoskeletal surgeons and specialists. Ortho Atlanta also offers on-site physical therapy, pain management care, MRI imaging, and workers' compensation care. 
The Ortho-Atlanta Surgery Centers in Austell and Fayetteville provide cost-effective, same-day surgical procedures in an accredited outpatient center. Hip, knee, shoulder, back pain? Ortho-Atlanta has you covered with specialists in all areas. Same-day appointments, orthopedic care for the whole family. Ortho-Atlanta, Atlanta's choice for orthopedic and sports medicine care. Learn more at www.orthoatlanta.com. What's good, family? I'm Marlon Sucker Free Jones of Sucker Free Life LLC, and I'm locked in every Saturday to the best sports show on the planet, the Three Point Conversion, with no team or no players off limits. So let's talk sports, the best of the best, the worst of the worst, and everything in between. Can you dig that? All right, we are back inside the Three Point Conversion Sports Lounge. My guy, Root, is with me. And we have family in the building. We have, we can say, one of our own, Dr. Donnie Fowler III. What's going on, Doc? Doing well. How you guys doing? We're good, sir. We're doing well. So, first week of the NFL season. It uh, we're trying to figure out, man. This this fantasy, like we we don't care about anything right now. But should we start this player or should we? Yeah, what should we do? I need to know who to start tomorrow. Right. You know? So, let's start with this. One of the guys who's been very vocal. When it comes to fantasy, the Los Angeles Chargers running back, Austin Eckler, said, y'all vote on me. I'm going to win you a championship. <laughs> Put all the onus on him. This joke could get hurt before the season starts again. But he's, he's questionable right now with a hamstring injury. Do you think he plays, and would it be smart to keep him out since there are 17 games if you're the team? And, of course, would you start him if he does play? Would you say play him in yeah. fantasy? As a uh, Washington football team supporter, I'd, I'd love for them to not play him since that's <laughs> who they're going up against. Um, and, and go ahead and rest him for that 17-game season. But no, he apparently looks pretty good from what I've heard, seen the last couple of days in practice. He's had the pads on. Uh, I expect him to be out there. Um, certainly they'll probably be keeping an eye on him, but... I think he's going to be good to go to play. And if you're a fantasy owner, obviously he was probably your first-round pick or, Mm -hmm. I guess, early second-round pick. So you got to start him. All right, Doc. Um, So New York Giants running back Saquon Barkley, uh, he's listed as questionable coming back from that knee injury last season. Uh, Do you think he, he plays tomorrow? And if so, do you think the Giants will limit him and um, he'll be cleared with no restrictions? Yeah, so I think he will play, um, but I do think he will be on a snap count. Um, again, coming off that injury, it's it's hard for me to think they're really going to feel comfortable um, giving him you know twenty plus touches. So I would 
I would honestly guess somewhere more in like the 10 to 15 touch range, not necessarily restricted in what he's doing when he's out there, but still keeping him on a, on a limited snap count. So he's one, depending on what other options you have at running back or if you can start an extra receiver, I don't know. I'd be a little tentative about rolling with him right off the bat if you do have other options in your lineup, but we'll, we'll see. And see, Doc, I'm not going to lie. Uh, that was one of my things. Like, man, I, I, I have Saquon. I'm like, should I start him? But I can't trust that, man. Like, if they're not going to play him without any restrictions, I, and you say you, don't, you just see 15 plays, huh? Yeah, I would guess 10 to 15 touches. He might be out there more plays right, as far as actual 15 touches. touches. Yeah, yeah I'd say 10 to 15. Ugh, I can't do it. All right, so I'm with you. Okay. Now, not I guess you could say fantasy because of the defense. We we saw we saw them get torched last uh, on Thursday night, I should say, the first game of the season, but – Still want to know about his just what's going on with this player, but we saw Tampa Bay Buccaneers cornerback Sean Murphy Bunton dislocate his elbow against the Cowboys on Thursday. It was ugly too, unfortunate how it happened. But how how long do you think he will be out with a dislocated elbow? Yes, yeah, so definitely pretty pretty gruesome injury. The good news, and it sounds like the same in his case, elbow dislocations actually more often than not can be treated without surgery as long as you get it reduced pretty well, even though the ligaments around the joint stretch out. They usually do a pretty good job healing and scarring in when it comes to the elbow. So should be back this season probably somewhere, I would guess, and possibly as soon as four weeks. Um, to give him healing, he'll probably have a brace on to keep it protected. But he could he could be back as soon as as soon as next month in about four weeks, depending on how he progresses. Wow, and no surgery either, huh? Probably not, unless there's any kind of setback. So, all right, Doc. So Ohio State safety Josh Proctor, uh, he suffered a shoulder injury in the fourth quarter of last week's game against Minnesota, and he's questionable for the game. Coming up, you know, in about 10 minutes against Oregon, do you think that Josh Proctor plays with this with this injury? Yeah, I'm going to guess he plays. They haven't been um, as forthcoming with information. I don't think they're, they're required to at the college level as far as what actually um, happened and the extent of the injury, but it sounds like he was – practicing and, and had some pads on late in the week. So my guess would be that he will be out there, although I think I just heard that Oregon's um, star defensive end, uh, I think Thibodeau, will not be out there. So And that's, that's, that's the major. He, he might be the best yeah. defensive player in all of college. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big loss for on the Oregon side. So Yeah, and Ohio State is missing a few players as well. A um, few DBs. I don't know if they're going to come back, and that was – Three DBs, they were um, that were on the injury list as well. So we'll see what happens, but we appreciate you, Doc. Um, real quick, how confident are you in your fantasy? You you did fantasy this year, right? Yeah, no, I got two leagues going. I need to join one of y'all leagues. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm I'm kind of anxious, just like everybody else. All right, look, we're gonna have to include you um, every Sunday, me and. Um, Vincent, the fantasy Jew, who does our fantasy segments, we get on the phone and we talk 
you know, we, hey, should I start him if we have any questions? I'm going to have to include you on that. It's, it's fun. It's, you know, just to help each other out. But all right, I Doc. like it. I'm in. <laughs> all right, man. So you have a great and safe and healthy weekend. All right. Enjoy that football tomorrow and today as well. All right, guys. You too. Have a great weekend. All right, all right Doc. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back on the other end. If you love it, your favorite music, news, talk, sports, and you want to hear it, it's in the palm of your hand. Text IHR to 45495 to download the app or listen at iHeartRadio.com. Standard text and data rates apply. Hey, this is Brittany Griner from the Phoenix Mercury, and you listen to the three-point conversion. We are back inside the three-point conversion sports lounge. Wow, you see that um, JT Daniels dealing with that oblique? Yeah, he's out. He's out. So they say he's out? Yeah, he's out. Uh, Carson Beck, our uh, highly touted true freshman. But, but y'all playing who? Like UAB. Kentucky Fried Chicken <laughs> University? So. Yeah, Kentucky Fried Chicken y- University. Y- y'all should be good. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll win. We'll win by 20 plus. Still. Y'all should be good. Just hope, Hopefully it's nothing serious, man. And maybe he was dealing with that last last game. We don't know. All right. So, with uh, basketball coming up, football going on right now, even with baseball, you know, this is what's on my mind. You know, you look at players, and we always joke about it with Doc as far as the injuries and so when you when you look at the injuries or injury prone players and you see they still get jobs but they continue to be in, injured they're continuously injured Carson Wentz Deshaun Jackson um, who's like that in the NBA one guy that always comes to mind you talk about injuries but you probably disagree. Who? This guy stay injured, man. In Who? the biggest situations. Who? I'm not even going to say it because I know why he has a job. No, say it, say it. Kyrie Irving, man. Kyrie Irving. I meant in the biggest of situations, he stays right. hurt. So, Kyrie, you got... um. Gordon Hayward's another guy. Gordon Hayward. You got John Stanton. Giancarlos, if y'all don't know who John Stanton is. <laughs> Juan Carlos. I mean, it's not John, it's a Mike Stanton. I'm sorry, Mike Stanton. Was it Mike? Was Giancarlo, was, uh, not Stanton, but Giancarlo uh, for the Yankees. Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah, is it Mike? Is nah, it, real Juan- name is Mike, though, right? Oh, I don't know. It might be. I yeah, thought his name was Juan I think Carlo. I think it's Mike. Mike Stanton or whatever. Either or, you know, then he changed to Giancarlo. When he came oh, to Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Mike, Mike Stanton. It was Mike, you know, Mike. But either or, you wonder how these guys get picked up. Now, usually these guys are dynamic. They're pretty good at what they do, but it just seems like every year they get injured. 
I'm just wondering how do they get a job? Like again, I Stanton, I get it in a sense, but wouldn't he be a risk? Deshaun Jackson, wouldn't he be a risk? Yeah. yeah. Carson Wentz, like I said he earlier, stays hurt. Yeah. This Joker hadn't played in a playoff game yet, and the Eagles been in the playoffs four years, three to four years while he was there. Mm. Something mm. wrong with that? Yeah. Gordon Hayward, the contract he just got. That Joker always hurt. Always. Good guy, but that Joker is always hurt. So, like, I really wonder what a GM thinks. Like, it makes me think about. I know I'm tripping, but <laughs> I know I'm tripping, but, but and I'm not comparing the two. I'm just saying, go ahead and give me. I always say this. Give me a stop it, but what? Well, give me a stop it for this. I might as well take it right now. Just give me a stop it. Um, just take it. So the thing is, go ahead. You, you got it. Oh. I want to hear it first before okay. I give you a stop it. So let me dictate so, if it needs. Okay, to. so y'all don't know if you know rule. Real quick, the rule is you can't compare NFL. But I guess I'm not doing this. So don't give me one. But you can't compare fantasy and NFL. Like I hate when people be like, "Yeah, man, um, this guy he didn't do well in the NFL last year because I had him on my fantasy team." And bro, you can't compare the two. That's why get stop it. So I'm not no, comparing. No, yeah, no, I don't deserve a stop it. No, that's, that does. Oh, that, oh that's, yeah, for them. That's yeah. But what I'm about to say, I'm not saying that. But still, all I'm saying is when I'm picking my players on fantasy, <laughs> and when I pick my players on fantasy, I see that. Uh, you know, you, you get those players, you like, I ain't going to mess with him because he injured. I do that. You know, I don't pick Wentz. I want to know how you got to Saquon. How did you pick Saquon? What do you mean how I picked I Saquon? I mean, like, what, you picked him in the first round? Yeah, he's not injury prone. He only been injured once. We just, I don't know why everybody keeps thinking because it's injury. I got him late in the first round. I, I took a chance, though. I was let me take a chance on Saquon. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but like, it was players that you stay away from. And um, and the uh, in fantasy, whether it's basketball or mm-hmm. football, because of injuries. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand how these GMs don't do that in real life. Yeah, and they paying money. And they money, yeah, they money, they, they wallets on the line. So I agree. I don't get it. I don't understand it. <laughs> I, like I said, Kyrie, I get. Yeah, his talent overseas because you might get him in the playoffs. You Carson, might. You might get him. You might. But Carson Wentz, no. Yeah. Gordon Hayward, you know he's going to miss 20 games a year. Nah. 25. I can't I can't see it, bro. I'm just wondering because I don't do it. But anywho, you hear this music, you already know what it means. It means it's time to let you go. But before we let you go, we have a couple of shout-outs. And stay tuned because you might be part of it. First off, I want to give a shout-out to the almighty God for giving me this platform to do what i do say what i say make you upset mad happy want to give me a stop it button god i definitely appreciate it also want to thank my guest dr fowler um you know he's no guest but he is a guest but still family we thank him for coming on i thank my sponsors also we got to thank um i got to thank my guy, Rule, Rule, appreciate you, man, for stepping up. You know, oh, yeah, in D's always. absence, um, 
Shout out to D. You know, vacation time. That's how it how it goes right now. So you know, nothing. But um, Rude, got anything to say? Hey man, ready to go home and watch some football. About to watch this Oregon and Ohio State game. Falcons tomorrow. Let's go Birds. Why is that Oregon Ohio State game at twelve o'clock? I know Ohio State always plays at twelve. But though. not you don't. Yeah, you don't a, put that game. That's a it's Saturday that, night game, and it's a week late today. So yeah, I don't know right. why they did yeah. it as well. But either or, um, I want to thank my family, all my family, of course my children. I want to thank um, everyone. Thank, uh, dang, I got tongue twisted. Cousins, aunties, uncles. Brothers, sisters, and all um, play cousins, grandparents, all of that. Hey, make sure you love on family. Let families love them. You know, make sure you love on them. Love them while they can still feel it. Eat good. Drink good. Until then, be safe, healthy. Till next week, same time, same show, same crazy host, same sports nonsense. Will you miss me? I'm out. Peace. just got done listening to the three-point conversion sports lounge be sure to follow us on our instagram twitter and facebook accounts at the three-point conversion and also make sure you check out our website the three-pointconversion.com be sure to follow us live and listen every saturday morning at 10 a.m eastern Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.